Welcome. Now, my name is D. Ludlow. Now, before we get into this episode, go to the description, click the link and get your M&A Mastery Toolkit. This is a free download, which gives you some of the tools and resources that you need to start your M&A journey. Don't forget, go to the description, click the link. It's a free download and enjoy the episode. Hi, and welcome to the Ludlow Street Podcast, where we interview aspiring entrepreneurs who thrive off innovation. We look at how different walks in life have similar journeys, similar obstacles, but all have different whys. Now, on to today's episode. Here's your host, Dee Ludlow. Welcome, welcome. So look, you're 16 years old, you're an author already, you're already heavily involved in property. So look, I've got loads of questions, but before we start... I want to get your perspective on what's going on right now. So what's your thoughts on current events? Um, yeah, it's like, like this year, like, like just a lot of things happened. Like it was coronavirus. Uh, at first I was happy because I had like no school. Um, you know, they said, oh, you don't have school for like the rest of the year until this lockdown ends. And I was happy. You know, I was excited. I wanted this to like go on for more. But then, uh you know, I'm, I'm in the process of taking on my first rent to SA unit. So now I'm just like, okay, I want this lockdown to go now. Um, it's kind of affecting business. And yeah, and with, you know, all that uh, Black Lives Matter movement, it's like, it's a good thing. But then it's kind of like mad how like people are like setting fire to saying that. I don't know, just, it's just weird. Uh, it's just a weird time right now. So yeah. Yeah. So how come you got involved in property so young? Um, yeah, so I got into property. I was all, always interested in business, but I didn't know what I wanted to do in business. I didn't like the idea of, I didn't want to go to sixth form or u- university or college. Um, and one day my brother walks into my room and he says, yo, I went on this course. Um, there's something called rent to rent. You know, you don't need that much money to get into it. You know, you don't need to buy a house or anything. I was like, all right. He tried to explain it to me. But I just searched it up on Google and uh, I just went down like a whole like rabbit hole of like watching videos and then booking events and reading books. And that's how I started. So what course did your brother go on? Um, I think it was um, it was a crash course. I think it was Samuel Leeds, um, you know, because I think most people, they find out, but I guess, I don't know. Yeah, it was on a Samuel Leeds course. He came back from that two day course and he's like, oh, yo, there's something called Rent to Rent. I'm like, okay. And then. That's how it all started. Okay, so are you in business with your brother or you got your own thing going? Um, no, I'm not in business with him. Um, actually, now I know more than him. He asks me for advice and he's like, yo, how are you getting rent to rent essays? Like, you know, can you just pass me some or how are you doing this and this and that? Um, he kind of, because he wants to become a dentist, so he's going through uni and all that. Um, he just, he, he knows what rent to rent is. Um, he told me he he hasn't really been in property kind of like me. Um, he's just been like on the sideline, just you know. But yeah, yeah. Now he just asks me for advice. He's like, "Yo, how are you getting that renter and essay? How are you getting JVs? How are you doing this and that? What's this and that?" And but um, yeah, I'm not in business with him. Yeah, but so why property? Because most fifteen year olds are focused on sports or going out. Like I love how focused you are at such a young age. But what made you want to start in property when sort of the odds are a little bit against you being fifth, when you started, you was 15, right? So the odds are a little bit against you. So how come you pursue property? 
again, I just like business and I heard of rent to rent and it, it sounded too good to be true because the idea of it is like, you don't need that much money to get into it. Um, and I've always heard that, you know, the rich people, they, ha they have property in the portfolio or they, they have something to do with real estate. So I was like, and I didn't like these like Forex things, but it's not a real thing. It's like online and I like seeing a property. Um, so I was like, all right, um, rent to rent sounds good because it's, it's a low money strategy. So I just started to learn about it. So off the back of getting started in property, what made you think, right, I'm going to write and publish a book to document my journey so far? This book, um, it's 15 and rich. Yeah, my mentor gave me the idea. He said, um, why don't you write a book about your experience and like knowledge so far in property? Uh, and I was like, all right, what about the publishing? He told me about that. So it's, it's more of a, I guess, just share my like knowledge and experience to, I guess, like inspire other people. That was kind of the idea. Um, so yeah, that's why I wrote the book in the first place. And so I can look back at something. So like, let's say when I'm like, I don't know, 50, you know, I have this, I wrote this at 15. I can just look back at him and be like, oh yeah, I wrote this and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. It's a big look. You know, a lot of people aspire to become authors at some point, um, in their journey, usually towards the end, you jump right in the deep end. And yes, I admire the confidence of going straight into it. But so where did the, the title 15 and rich come from? I was reading a book called think and grow rich. Um, and to be honest with you, I was trying to think of a title, um, and 15 and rich just sounded nice. And also, uh, it just sounded nice, like 15 and rich. It's so like basic and simple. That's where the idea came from. I, I, I read Think and Grow Rich and I was like, oh, I might as well just name it 15 and rich. Uh, but yeah, I guess you could say I'm rich in terms of knowledge. I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, that's where the idea came from, from the title. Yeah, the title definitely captures you straight away. So yeah, going back to your age, you probably get this a lot. But where did you get the confidence from to start speaking at events? Yeah, so, um, yeah, I I wasn't really a confident person. I don't know. I just, um, I started to speak at events because I was like, uh, the, the whole idea of speaking at events, the, the first reason I thought about it was because I wanted to get myself out there, um, build myself. Because I was like, uh, I need more people to see me. Because then was what I realized with these all of these big people like Grant Cardone or, I guess you could say Samuel Lee's, they have a brand. Um, and I was like, okay, I need people to see me. I can't just do vlogs and sit in my house or be on Facebook. I need to do something that it's more, I can get more like awareness. I was like, yo, let me start speaking at events. And it was, it was nervous and nervous and excited. But then I was like, if I mess up, I'm a, I'm a teenager anyway. So they're not going to expect a good like speech from me anyway. So that's where the idea came from. Is this something you're going to be doing more of when we come out the back of lockdown? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm going to start speaking at more events. I've got invited to some like speaking gigs. One of them is like a big one that I'm like looking forward to. It's like 200 people, and like the other panel, like the other people speaking on on like the board are like directors of like Travelog. Um, uh, it was like Holiday Inn uh, directors and then there's just me with my like company that I made like four weeks ago online for 30 quid uh, but um, yeah I'm excited for that so you just mentioned the company so you just started an SA company right so how's that going so far 
uh, it's going good. Like I've just been building the brand for it. I wanted to do something different with it. Um, you know, the website I put up was when I started in property uh, 15, I didn't have a company, but I couldn't like register under my name or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I've created the company. Um, and I'm excited because I'm taking on my like first essay in a few weeks under the company, which is like exciting as well. And I'm just excited to like grow that as well. So you're based in London, right? So I assume your portfolio, your essay portfolio will be in London. Have you worked out how you're going to manage to get around the 90 day rule? Uh, yeah, so I won't be just London, but for the moment I will be. I know there's a 90 day rule, um, but what I've been doing is targeting like contractors, more longer term stays because the 90 day rule applies for 90 uh, short stays. So one night counts towards it. But let's say two months does not doesn't uh, count towards the night day, so it is harder. But then it's better than like if I had a unit in Birmingham, it would be like I don't know how that would work. Was that I would have to clean the apartment? But then I live in London and I don't have a car, anyways. So you know, I'd have it's going to be harder, but I I can uh, you know I'll manage it. So is service accommodation going to be your main focus or? I don't know, until you get to like 18 and then are you going to look down other avenues or are you going to stick to service accommodation? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right now, service accommodation is the thing I'm sticking to. I want to build like, I want to build it up, um, you know, so I can build cash. Now, of course, in the future, I'm going to go on to other things um, like, I don't know, like developments or anything like that. But um, yeah, for the moment, service accommodation is kind of like the entry strategy because thing about Red Terrain Essay is that it gives you experience, um, knowledge, and like uh, cash flow, but it's, it's not that risky compared to like if you're buying a house or buying a plot of land to build land on or something like that, uh, or BRR. Um, but yeah, going forward, I, I still want to have the essay company going forward, but I want it to be more hands-off. So I'll try to make it more like systemized and have people in place uh, going forward so I can focus on other things. But yeah. So you mentioned um, having a mentor, um, like you said that the mentor told you to write the book. Do you still have a mentor now? Uh, yeah, his name is TJ Axon. Um, he's he's like big in the essay game. I think at one point he had like 144 units um, under like his company. Um, he also deal sources a lot. Um, yeah, he's just like a he's an experienced and like sick mentor. Um, he's the reason I'm here because he he's the one who um, I spoke at his event first. So that's like I asked him, I was like, "Yo, can I speak at your event?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." Even hosting my first event, I was like, "Yo, can I use your office?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." And then, of course, with the book, he, I was like, "Yo, how do I write a book?" He's like, "Yeah, here's how you do." It. So it's kind of like, and he's taught me about essay as well. Um, so it's kind of like, yeah, he's like a sick mentor, and yeah. Yeah, I think it's essential at certain stages, definitely. And you mentioned he was a property sourcer, and I know you sourced property too. And didn't you source your first deal when you was like fifteen? Yeah, um, yeah. So I sourced my first deal when I was fifteen. It was a two-bedroom um, apartment in Canary Wharf. It's, that's in London. It's like a, that's like a very good area for like essay and all that. Um, it was like it was like on the docks. Like um, I built a good relationship with the agent and. Yeah, the agent, I mean, the investor passed me uh, a thousand quid um, because I said to them, look, I'll, I can charge you lower because I'm a teenager. I don't need three. I don't need to charge you three K because it's not like I'm paying bills. So I charged them one K for a deal that, to be honest, should have been like 
2k or like something like that but yeah then from that 1k fee i paid my agent 400 pounds i gave them 400 pounds as like a gift because i was like if look if i if i keep this good relationship with the agent they'll keep passing me essays and it has paid off because the essay i'm set to take on is from the same agent um so yeah so how did you angle that with the agent especially london of all places um how did you find um agents taking you serious being so young uh yeah so i haven't told any agent my age um they probably think i'm like 20 or something or 26 or something like that uh i don't you know i don't tell them my age i'm not like hi i'm 16 or something like that um or 15 um but yeah it has been hard because i remember when i had school i would get agents calling me in lessons um and i'll just message out out at break time i'll like go to the toilet I'd message him about like, sorry, I'm in a meeting with a client. Can I call you at four o'clock? But actually I was in school. And then after school, I would, I would like rush and I'd be like, yo, you know, sorry, I was in a meeting with a client uh, in London in my office or something like that. And then, you know, just make that kind of stuff up. But yeah, I haven't told them my age. Um, but I guess if you if you have the knowledge, because I've been like taught by someone, you know what you're talking about and they can see that. And they're like, oh, this guy actually knows what he's talking about. And yeah. And yeah, you definitely don't look your age. <laughs> so yeah, you also mentioned that you're doing some JVs. Is that like kind of essential right now because of your age, um, working with older people? Uh, yes. <clears throat> so um, I got my first JV partner at uh, age 15. Um, I remember it. I was going to my friend's house and he texted me saying, yo, I need to talk to you about something. I was like, all right. So I go on the phone with him and he's like, look, and this person, he has like HMOs, he has like, 13 HMOs or something like he makes a good like cash flow each month and he has like family and everything so he's cash cash rich um and he said look I know you're the SA guy you're great you're you know you've been taught by this person and you know I've seen your stuff online uh look I'm gonna give you um if you find me an SA in London I'll be happy to JV on it like 50 50 I'll provide the finance and you can manage it because I, I have a family and I don't want to manage SA and HMOs getting boring and all that kind of stuff so that was my first JV. Then I got three more um, at 16. And yeah, I think it is essential because as a teenager, you don't have money. Um, I don't have money. I can't ask my parents, you can give me like four grand because they're not going to give me four grand. So yeah, I think having a JV is essential um, if you're a teenager. So yeah, it's helped a lot. I love how your age hasn't held you back one bit. Um, but from that, um, what's been the biggest struggle in property so far, being so young? Um, before it was, it was schools, kind of like I guess you could say, is trying to manage like a job, I guess, with property. But it's school. Um, another thing was that um, yeah, it was, it was when they it was at the start. It was when they asked for a company because I didn't have a company, and they'll be like, okay, what's your company and all that. I'll be like. We basically before I when I started out, I just said, oh, "Hi, I'm from Kabira States." Kabira States wasn't a company. Um, I didn't have a website or anything. Um, was I couldn't I can't afford to pay someone hundreds of pounds to build a website, so I just went with Kabira States. And some of them would be like, "Okay, can we have you like your company in com, company info this and that?" And I was like, "Yo, I don't have that," so I just blanked them. And the agents I didn't ask me that. I just went with them, um, and that's how I it's paid off now because I've done my first deal and all that. But and another thing was that, um, yeah, it was just like school, like school was like annoying as well. Because I, 
most some of them would be like, uh, you can't, uh, we can't book viewings on the weekends because we're busy. We would need it weekdays, and I'd be like, wait, I can't tell them I have school, so I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'm actually going up to Birmingham, and some of that. Sometimes I would have to lie to the school and be like, look, I have an appointment, but then I'd rush to viewings and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I love the drive definitely. So have you experienced anyone not take you so serious because of your age at any point? Um, maybe at the start, um, a few people, but not now. Now, um, I actually have like adults asking me for advice about essay. You know, they'll text me on like Facebook or whatever and be like, oh, yo, look, I have this essay. That, does it work? Or oh, what advice to give, talk to letting agents or this and that. So I think once you start putting yourself out there and, you get the knowledge and you're seen as the expert. I don't, it, it doesn't really matter about your age. Most people take you seriously. And also having like four JVs, like they take me seriously, you know, not, not anyone's going to just um, give six, a 16 or like thousands of pounds to manage. Uh, so you need to know, I guess it's just that I ha- I've been able to show that I have the knowledge and stuff like that. And I can actually do what I'm saying, uh, which like builds trust with them. Yeah, it's just gaining their proven track record. So yeah, look, I'd love to hear your point of view being so young. Um, what's your overall outlook on the property game? Like, What do you see when you look at communities online, networking, etc.? Because I know people look at things differently, so I'd love to get someone at your age. What's your perspective on it and where do you think it could improve? Um, yeah, so one thing I think could improve, um, I don't know if this is stupid or not, but as a teenager, I see some of these like um, events, online events or stuff like that, or even sometimes like podcasts and stuff like that. And I, I just think like, what kind of like boring stuff is this? Um, I don't. I know it sounds stupid, but I I can't take things which are boring. Like in properties, there's a lot of boring stuff and like boring people. Like, hi guys, uh, you know, I've invited this financial advisor on my podcast. It's like, I don't care. Get some someone interesting. Even with these networking events, like, oh, guys, look, um, I invited a speaker. He's going to talk about financial advice from the market. I'm like, I don't care. It's all dead and boring. Like, get someone interesting on there. So I guess just be more, like, fun and alive, not just so dead and, be, you know, and, like, so serious all the time. That's, like, that's what I think, you know. Okay, so if you find, like, those things boring yourself, how have you personally educated yourself outside of your mentor? Uh, yeah, now, yeah, of course, I'd ha- I've I've been watching like some webinars, even though they are boring, but I have to do that. Um, I've been going on some like webinars, learning from that on Facebook. Uh, people post a lot, so, uh, like there's some groups that they post about like their experience and what they learn. I just read that and I take a mental note. Um, and yeah, videos on YouTube. Um, I've been learning a lot from like videos on YouTube about people just talking about like essay or like property market or you know like strategies and stuff like that. i've just been learning and books as well uh i've just been learning like through that and just through like other people even asking other people like you you know what what channel manager do you think is best or what how do you do this and that and they just told me and then i'll yeah I learn like that as well so if someone else is hungry and young like yourself what do you suggest they do to educate themselves and how do they get involved because it can be pretty intimidating for anyone, let alone someone um, under the age of 18. Um, yeah, so I'd say get a mentor. Now, I haven't, I've paid zero for my mentor. And look how much like stuff he's given me. Like, 
And that's because of my age. If I was like, if I was 30 or 20 and I came up to him and said, yo, can you give me free mentoring? He'd be like, no, what, what the hell? But because you're, because I was 15 and I got into it, of course, not every person is going to give you free mentoring because of your age. But if you just ask, you know, uh, you know, like he gave me free mentoring because I was 15. So I guess telling everyone your age as well, a lot of teenagers hide it. Look, if I, ha- if I hid my age, I, people think I'm like 20 or something. Um, but like, if you look at my profile, everything, it says, hi, I'm a 16-year-old, this and that, um, because you wouldn't know I'm 16. And that's like the wow factor. And that's why people want to help you out because they see you, you're so young and be like, oh, you know, I just want to help you out. And yeah, just my advice. The good thing about starting so young is your risk appetite can be so much different to an older person. You have time on your side, so you can invest much more aggressively. Do you think this ma- makes a big difference? Um, yeah, it does because you have a lot, like a lot of. T- it could be a good thing and a bad thing at the same time because when you have a lot of time, it gives you a lot of time to think about something and then you overthink it. I remember my first viewing, I had like two hours like free. And I was thinking about it, I was like, well, what if they find out I'm 15? What if they ask like company about company info, this and that? And then you just overthink it. But then it's a good thing because then you don't jump into everything. You think about like a deal or about like talk to an agent and you have more time to yourself where you can build stuff and like you're not just rushing around everywhere. And yeah, I think that's like good. So what do you think you bring to the table having a younger outlook on property than maybe an older person? Uh, yeah, uh, one thing is that I have more time. So, for example, with my JVs, they say, well, I can't manage an essay, but you can because you you have nothing else to do. And that's the thing I can um, I can bring to the table. I mean, like, look, I have a lot of time. I can manage your units or I can manage a unit if we take it on, you know. And also I have time to like, even with deal sourcing, I have time to call agents. You may not, you may be in a job or something like that. Even on the like the sourcing fee, um, you can what you can do. What I used to do when I used to source was that I'd be like, look, I can charge you a way lower sourcing fee because I don't need to pay bills or anything. So I don't need tons of money. I don't need to charge you three k. Like my life depends on it. I can charge you one k if I, you know. Um, and that's another thing you can draw to get to get investors at a young age. You know, because why wouldn't they want a cheaper sourcing fee? And plus, you gave them a a valid reason. You know. Um, so yeah so what's the plan when you leave school are you going to go full-time property or have you got an agenda to go into further education what's the plan um yeah i'm not i'm not going into further education because like year 11 was hell anyways but yeah like six form probably like worse um yeah so yeah just full-time property i guess um yeah yeah i'm not going further education and i got some other things um other opportunities that I've gotten, uh, probably can't talk about it right now, but, um, but yeah, I'm not going to further education. I'm just going property full time. Okay. So you've just started Teen Mills. So could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So a lot of teenagers were asking me, um, you know, oh, how, how can I learn what you did? How do I do what you do? And I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, <clears throat> I'll just like text them back give him advice and then my mentor he was like okay look you have so many teenagers messaging you why don't you just create like a program or a course that you can just give to them and I was like yeah you know that's good and then he um I was like all right I need to create something to help teenagers out so I just sort of a name like 
a teen meals. I don't know. Um, then I just went on Canva and I created it and then I created the course and then, yeah, I've gotten good feedback from it. And yeah, it's just to like help other teenagers out, but I can't individually message every teenager because I'm doing my own thing as well. And I'm on my own journey as well. So I can't like, I'm not at that point where, you know, I, I can just, I guess like, like, you know, just sit around and, be giving advice like left, right, and center. I've, I've got to do my own thing, like build my own company and my own thing. I haven't made it yet, so I just created a course where they can just learn. Yeah, it's a good idea. Um, so, where do you see yourself in five years? So, yeah, you're going to be twenty-one. Twenty-one. Um, you know, hopefully a baller. Um, but um, yeah, twenty-one. Um, I don't know. I guess. Moving on to like biggest, I want to move on to bigger things by like 19. Um, I'll still have the essay business, but I want to like systemize it. Like, so I'm, I'm not really in, in the business as much. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to like, I want to move on to like, I guess like development stuff and like bigger projects, not just rent to rent and maybe even like, like instead of doing rent to SA, like buy to SA or something like that. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I just basically just more that um, I'm, I want to move on to stuff that it's not just controlling a property, but it's more owning the property and stuff like that. Yeah. So, what type of people inspire you? Um, yeah. So, what like motivates me and stuff is that like you only have one life, and you're, after that you're gone. So, like you may live for like seventy years or eighty years, or you may just live for thirty years. Um, but you only have that time period after that, like that's gone, it's gone forever. Like there's no coming back. There's no second round. There's no this and that. And, you know, um, and, you know, I'm not really like a believer in like afterlife or that. So I'm like, once you're here, you're here. Once you're gone, you're gone. Um, and I was like, yo, I actually need to do something with my life. I can't just go to uni and then be another one of these people who just gets by every day. I just want to have like have fun in life and stuff like that. And money, money makes like freedom. So you have freedom and you don't need to worry about this or you don't need to go to a job and this and that. So that's like what motivates me. So the word financial freedom, you know, it gets used quite a lot in property, but being so young, what does financial freedom mean to you? I guess it's just like, uh, even like five quid per month is financial freedom for me. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, to be honest with you, once I made that 1K, um, it wasn't really about money. It's not that, it's not, money is not the thing that like excites me anymore. It's not like, you know, it's just more of like financial freedom. I guess financial freedom for me it is nothing at the moment. Um, and it's not the money that like, motivates me or stuff like that. It's just like building that future where I have freedom and it is a good life that I don't need to pay bills or worry about that uh, and stuff like that. Because, yeah, that would have been like like madness. Um, but um, yes, I guess right now as a teenager, financial freedom means nothing. So you mentioned books earlier. Which books have motivated you and, and educated you? Yeah, so I, the first book I read, like financial book, was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I was like, I was like, all right. When I read that, I was like, you know, that, that, I like, I just learned about like finance and like that kind of mindset of like, you know, um, you have to create your, you have to make money work for you. And then I just started reading other books like, um, 
with my men- my mentor who's an author as well, and he has like books and um, there's one called Un- Untangling Success. It's like a motivational book, and it it tells you that you should make consequences for not reaching goals and this and that, um, which, which I actually did. I set a consequence like a few months back, saying if I don't if I don't source on two deals by this amount of time, I would like shave my head and go bold. And I didn't reach it, and I did it live, and I shaved my head, which was annoying because I had like wear a hat, but um. Yeah, and there's another book called like The Borrowed Property Strategy, again by my mentor. I have it like here. It's about like essay and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, these kind of books is, I don't know, just like moving. Even looking at my mentor, like, um, you know, like looking at his success is kind of what motivates me as well because, like, like, you know, just looking at what he has as well because he has like a Lambo and a Rolex. I'm like, yo, I want that. Uh, but yeah, that motivates me as well. And it's just, yeah. Well, look, you're definitely leading the way for young adults. You know, a lot of young adults don't have the confidence that you have and they do find it hard. But yeah, what you're doing is really inspiring. So I'm sure a lot of people would like to connect with you online. So what's your social tags? Um, yeah, so I have, I'm on like basically everything on YouTube. Um, it's Kabir Young Property Entrepreneur. Um, I like, I've been vlogging since the start. And my first vlog is me legit going to a property course and I knew nothing. Um, that was the first vlog, but um, yeah, I'm on Facebook and that's Kabir Habib Bakht. And then on Instagram is my full name, just with that under dash thing. I'm on LinkedIn um, and on Twitter, but I don't, I don't use Twitter. I don't know what's the point of it, but I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube and Instagram. So that's where you can reach out. Yeah, I'll put them all in the show notes below. Um, but yeah, thanks for your time, Kabir. Um, hope to catch up in a couple of months and see how you're progressing. Yeah, thanks for like, inviting me on. You know, it was great. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and visit our website, www.theludlowstreet.com, to stay up to date with our latest news and updates.